Hi, and welcome to Girl Highly Favored. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards. Girl Highly Favored features shows on subjects about walking through hell and coming out on fire, on being or becoming the phoenix rising from the ashes. It's a spiritual-based self-development show filled with testimony, storytelling, and life experiences. So come on, listen in, and let's see where the Holy Spirit leads us. On today's episode, we're going to speak about speaking life. Proverbs 18.21 in the King's James Version says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The New Matthew Henry Commentary states that Proverbs 18.21 means, Many have died because their own foul words, and many have been killed by false words. On the other hand, many have been saved their lives or secured the comfort of them by wise, gentle words, and other lives have been saved by a timely word of testimony or intercession for them. Now that we know what Scripture says about speaking life or death, being in the power of the tongue, I will tell you that this word was dropped in my spirit in December of 2022. Just out of the blue, it came to me. I looked up the scripture via Google, and I started to meditate on it. The verse stayed on my mind. I'd be driving to work and praying and thinking about how does one speak life over themselves? I found it was so easy to speak life over others, especially the ones that I loved, people that I liked, even strangers. But when it came to speaking life over myself, not so much. I remember telling God one morning, God, I'm not sure how to speak life over myself. So until I get this, I'm just going to say I speak life over this or that, whatever the situation was, and trust that you got me. It still was not an easy habit for me to get into. I believe that because I had been so destroyed on so many levels through my past, that the negative thoughts, the negative voices were easier to listen to easier to speak and easier to believe but I'm trying to speak life and things were looking good on January 1st 2023 I decided I was going to go back to church it had been a few years since I had gone to church on December 31st New Year's Eve I had googled churches near me and I picked one well the next day New Year's Day me and my youngest granddaughter who was six took off using GPS to find the church. When we arrived, it was a children's learning center and not a soul was there. I didn't think much of the building not being a church building because a lot of independent churches will have services inside of random buildings, random businesses. So that wasn't really a concern. I was just wondering why no one was there. So I took off around the block and the GPS led me to the same place. So I knew I was in the right spot. Just there was no church services that day. So I sat there in the parking lot and I went back to Google and I put it in again and, and said, church is near me. And another church came up and I was like, okay, let's go to this one. It's like a mile away. 
So I drive a mile away. We get to that church. And again, no one is there. Now, this is physically a church building complete with all the bells and whistles of a church building. And no one is there. So again, I'm kind of disappointed and I'm shocked that it's New Year's Day and no church is open. What about people that made New Year's resolutions to go to church this year? And there's not a church door open. So again, I sat there and I GPSed again. And I'm like, church is near me. There was another one about three-fourths of a mile down the road. So thinking three times is a charm, right? So wrong. I rode down the street and it led me to a school. Once again, not surprised that it was a school. I had been to churches at that were held in a school before, but there was no one there. So I told my granddaughter, I said, I guess we're not going to church today. And she knew that we had other plans after that. So we were going to go to visit my stepfather. I had made the black eyed peas and ham for New Year's Day and was going to go visit him and drop those off. And we were going to go to my mother's grave site and put flowers on her grave. And she's like, well, let's just go see Pop-Pop. And I was like, well, it's 11 o'clock in the morning and Pop-Pop's not expecting us till one, but we can go to, to my mom's grave. We'll go put flowers on your nanny's grave first. So I put in the cemetery into the GPS to find it from where I met. And we get to the first light at the intersection. And as we made that right-hand turn, there was a church on the corner. And the parking lot was full and there was people walking in the building. And so I whipped into the parking lot and I told my granddaughter, I said, we're going to church. And as we went in and we found a seat and the worship was over with and the pastor gets up there and he starts preaching. And the next thing I know, just within minutes of his message, he starts talking about the power of life and death being in the tongue. And I immediately knew I was not in this church by mistake. I truly believe that God had led me to this church. And now we're in April and I have been going to attending this church just about every Sunday since then. I've gotten involved in classes in this church. I'm I'm starting in a prophecy group in this church. My grandchildren, all the three of them that live with me, they go to the church. They love the kids group there. It's only been months and this church seems like it's home to us already. And I feel like I have been so blessed to have been guided to this church. Back to speaking life and things going good. Well, until they weren't my car breaks down and I was looking at possibly a thousand dollars or more to repair it and the stress and worry came rushing in I was praying but I was missing work luckily I have paid time off so I wasn't losing money but yet I was still filled with worry and stress 
I'm writing a memoir about my parents and their short and tragic love story. And I had three days off and I didn't write one word because of worry and stress over the repairs and the cost to my car. My neighbor is a mechanic and he was working on my car for me and he was doing it at a discounted rate. But instead of seeing the blessings of pay time off, of a neighbor that's a mechanic, I didn't even have to get a tow truck and have the car towed to a shop, of a discounted, steep discounted rate of getting the car repaired, I discounted all those things because I was filled with worry and stress. I was convincing myself that it was going to be deeper, more intrusive than what it was originally thought to be and that it was going to be more expensive and it was going to cost me way more time out of work. It was going to cost more money and I had just filled myself with so much stress. I even had one of my best friends trying to talk positively and positivity into my life But I didn't see or feel blessed even by having that friend speaking positivity over me. I was worried. I was not speaking life over myself or my circumstances, even though I was praying. The car gets fixed. I'm back to work four days later. I'm doing the morning drive, the morning routine, which takes me about 45 minutes to get to work. And I'm repenting on the, along the way. I'm talking to God. I'm repenting. I'm disappointed in myself. I can't believe that I, I just had three days at home. And instead of listening to the positivity that my friend was speaking over me and my situation, and instead of being grateful that my neighbor was a mechanic and able to fix the car, instead of believing that it was what he said it was as the problem with the car and the the repair that it needed. And instead of being grateful and blessed that it was only going to cost me half of what it would have cost me to take it to a garage, all of those different things, instead of being blessed that I was, had paid time off and I was not missing out on money while I was missing work. It was so much easier to be filled with grief and worry and stress and to be filled with negativity. And I knew that if someone else in my life was going through the same thing, I would have been that friend that was speaking to me and I would have been speaking all of these major points that was happening to them and and saying the same exact thing that my friend was saying to me. But I couldn't believe it. I was so stressed and I had wasted that time. I could have spent that time writing. Do you know how much writing I could have got done in three days? But I did nothing but sit here and worry. And what came to me when I was talking to God that morning on that drive was one word, faith. And I thought about what the Bible says about faith and how we have to have the faith or we have such a little faith 
that of a mustard seed. And I thought about, wow, I really didn't have any faith. I was praying, but I didn't have any faith behind what I was praying. I had each one of these blessings coming to me, but I didn't have faith in the blessings. And I I know now that speaking life over myself was going to take faith. Faith to believe and know that God is for me and not against me. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. How beautiful is that? Just that one verse alone is so promising to us. Life is not perfect, but my faith grows stronger by the day. And when things go away, and they have, I start speaking those type of verses out loud now over myself. And I remind myself about God's love for me, of who I am to him. And that that fills me with peace versus worry. I believe in his promises and not the devil's lies. I have meditated about speaking life and I've wondered why aren't we taught to speak life from the beginning of our lives? When we start learning to speak, why is no one teaching us to speak life over ourselves? I wonder like how different of a world would we live in today If we had been raised up that way, how different of a world would we live in if we all started to speak life over ourselves and one another starting today? My prayers for anyone listening today is that you start to speak life over yourself, your family, your children, your spouse, your neighbors, your finances, your co-workers, your home, your job, that today, that you'll grow in your faith and your relationship with God and that we can lift one another up in the process of sharing the hope that's in us. And that hope is the gift of the Holy Spirit that lives within those who believe in Christ. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. I would love to hear your feedback, questions, and suggestions. Remember, in a world full of hate, love. In a world full of evil, be good. In a world full of lies, be honest. In a world that is blind, choose to see. Until next time, sending you love and prayers. Be blessed.